Hello, my Bayou listeners, and welcome to Life Behind the Lens, where we take a closer look into all the roles involved in film and television. I'm your host, Karen Ramos, and in today's episode, we're getting down and dirty with the details with intimacy coordinators. Let's start off by talking about how it was before in the film and television industry. The section is based on intensive research from articles such as Are You Sure You Want Me to Do This by Lacey Rose and My Life as an Intimacy Coordinator by Marcy Leroff. Prior to intimacy coordinators, sex scenes, or anything that had to deal with nudity was left to the director or even some of the actors. Rose notes in her article that some directors will feel confident in their own ability to coordinate these scenes and will take offense in somebody questioned their methods. However, they were more focused on making the scene look appealing or sexy, when in reality, their main focus should have been in making the actors feel safe and comfortable. In other instances, Leroff, who's an intimacy coordinator herself, claimed, in quotes, Without intimacy coordinator, actors are often left to their own devices to map out how an intimacy scene should go. There's a high risk of blurred lines and abuse in workplace where workers are required to kiss and simulate sex, end quote. Essentially, due to the lack of regulations, actors had no say in what their directors wanted or felt that they couldn't say anything, and other actors would just take advantage of the opportunity. So how did this role come to be? Referring to Let's Talk About Simulated Sex, this role was brought to life because of the hashtag MeToo movement back in 2017. This campaign addressed the stories of victims who've been embarrassed, confused, and were taken advantage of regardless of gender and sexual orientation. This led many people to voice their trauma against Harvey Weinstein and other people. Hollywood wanted to make a change, and it was time for the industry to create protocols to ensure the safety of its actors. Thus, intimacy coordinators were established. Fun fact, intimacy coordinators have been in live theater for decades. It's only new within the film and television industry. But what is an intimacy coordinator? According to SAG, the Screen Actors Guild, an intimacy coordinator is an advocate, a liaison between actors and production, and a movement coach and or choreographer in regards to nudity and simulated sex and other intimate hyperexposed scenes. This was found in page 2 in the Standards and Protocols for the Use of Intimacy Coordinator Guide. In other words, their job is to make a safe, consensual environment for actors when dealing with any scene that requires physical touch or vulnerability. So what responsibility does an intimacy coordinator have? Well, in an interview done by Christina Newland in her article, Up Close and Personal, Yorit Dorr, who's known as an intimacy coordinator and co-founder of Intimacy Directors International UK, talks about her responsibility as a coordinator. Dorr mentions her responsibility is to advocate, choreograph, and be a mediator between actors and directors. But to the surprise of many, intimacy coordinators are a lot more involved as early as pre-production. Dorr notes that she takes the time to talk with the director to get an idea of what they're trying to achieve. From there, she communicates the ideas to the actors to see if they're comfortable with the whole situation. Once both sides come to an agreement, shooting can proceed. During production, they're there as support systems and to make sure the choreography proceeds smoothly. They're also there to provide any assistance and answer any questions to make sure everything is consensual. From what I gather from my research from many sources, many coordinators describe the same responsibilities. However, according to What's It Like to Film a Sex Scene, according to the intimacy coordinator for Hulu's TV show, Normal People, Libby Torres interviews Ida O'Brien, who's recognized as a pioneer in the field of intimacy coordinating. She made an interesting statement that some sex scenes require more than just chemistry and focus more about the character development. O'Brien was quoted, quote, that the nuance of sex scenes, both awkward and more passionate ones, were carefully planned to reflect both Cornell's and Mary Ann's sexuality, end quote. These were characters in her show, Normal People. But what this shows is that intimacy coordinators contribute a lot more into the plot especially. 
Many people just think they're there to support the actors, which is true, but they could also be helpful towards the directors. We'll get into the dirty details about that later in the episode. Anyhow, in another two articles, Intimacy Coordinator E. Sex Scenes and My Life as an Intimacy Coordinator both address Learoff's attention to legal documents. Learoff emphasizes the power of saying no and points out in sad contracts, quote, it stimulates that you, the actor, has the right to say no to the scene while you're in the middle of shooting, even if you agree to it and you sign a nudity writer, end quote. And for the people that don't know, a nudity writer is a contract between the actor and the production company they were hired by and defines what happens on set while filming. Now let's talk about how does one qualify to be an intimacy coordinator. A lot of attention has been drawn to this issue since this role is fairly new. Many production companies do, do not know who actually is an intimacy coordinator. At one point, anyone could have said they were one and not be really questioned. In line with Let's Talk About Simulated Sex, Emily Hilton quotes Alicia Rodas, explaining, quote, The greatest threat to this new role is people who may have the best intentions but are attempting to break in without the proper training, end quote. But she continues by saying, quote, People already can be skeptical of a new role that might feel is threatening, and if you put someone there who doesn't have the right experience or temperance, you have a recipe for even more issues, end quote. Hilton addresses some of these issues. There is an incident with showrunner Greg Daniel who claims that one coordinator was unsure what they were doing and was using a Kama Sutra as a guide. Another was with showrunner Tony McNara. He complained that the coordinator would constantly interrupt during scenes with questions like, are you okay? Which should be asked, but at appropriate times. Even the actors were finding them annoying since they couldn't finish their performance. To prevent these incidents from happening again, many intimacy coordinators are dedicating their time to train the next generation. For example, as stated in Alicia Rodas' work, A Traumatized Industry Right Now, Alicia Rodas, who is acknowledged for establishing the world, worked with Tanya Sina and Savannah Richardson to co-found Intimacy International in 2015. When asked what the focus of the training is, she notes that, quote, sensibility and diversity training is a huge part of it, anti-harassment tra training, and we have a hell of a syllabus, end quote. She's also credited in 2020 with Miss Jessica Sternrock herself and another intimacy director, Marie Percy, formed the intimacy directors and coordinators as read and when clothes fly off, this intimacy coordinator steps in by Jennifer Harlan. Fun facts, Sternrock was mentored by Miss Rodas. Additionally, according to Torres, Ida O'Brien, who has been mentioned before, wrote a rule book for productions on best practices for sex scenes. She founded Intimacy on Set, which provided intimacy coordinators counseling and or training to productions if needed as well. These organizations and training programs were catered to meet the expectations set by SAG standards and protocols for the use of intimacy coordinators such as consent, communication, anti-harassment, shadowing, or mentor experience. Where can you get a job as a coordinator? According to Hilton, HBO was the first show to employ an intimacy coordinator for the second season of The Deuce in 2018. Netflix, Hulu, Stars, and Amazon followed in HBO's footsteps. Hilton claims that 23 Emmy-nominated script programs in 2020 credited intimacy coordinators. So these were just to name a few that have invested in one. How do directors and actors feel about intimacy coordinators? From what I read from Hilton's articles, directors weren't that big as a fan. They viewed them as, quote, health and safety officers hired just to oversee but not contribute or collaborate with the directors and actors, end quote. 
Eventually, they did open up and realize how helpful they were, and it was a lot less awkward. Intimacies ran smoother and was actually more of a relief. In Rose's article, industry Lena Dunham states that, quote, there is no person to go to to say, hey, I have a really, really basic, silly question about how I strap this under on, or I have a larger question about the sex scene that might make me feel or something it might trigger in me or feel that I have. And as close as you feel with your director or producer or your co-star, there's just some things that you might not want to say or ask. And our intimacy coordinators, Miriam, became that. And so Miriam became an essential part of my everyday, end quote. Actors feel the same way. They finally had someone that stands up for them and keeps them in mind. Michaela Cole dedicated a win to her intimacy corner, Ida O'Brien. According to BAFAS 2021, Michaela Cole's dedicates win to intimacy coordinator. She was quoted saying, quote, Not to have an intimacy coordinator expert was thoughtless and showed a lack of mindfulness. So what's to come for them in my future prediction? In the new intimacy direction, SAG aims to standardize the use of coordinators for sex or for scenes centered on nudity and sex. A lot of it's developing for the role. There's been a lack of diversity with the role. There ha it's mostly been white prominent, uh, but they are trying to involve more people of different races. And they're also doing more cultural training since sex varies from culture to culture. SAG is also in the works of creating a union for them. This role was created six years ago and is constantly evolving and I think the role is here to stay and will continue to be beneficial. So before I end this, I wanted to give a quick shout out to at Intimacy Coordinator. This is Jessica Sternbrock's account. She creates TikToks about her career as an Intimacy Coordinator. It's very interesting uh, content. She talks about sex scenes on TV shows, breaks down how they're filmed, and answer any questions about her work. Well, that's it for today's episode. I had fun researching and creating this podcast. If you wish to hear more about different roles within the film and industry, drop a follow. I'm your host, Karen Ramos, and thank you for listening. Until next time.